The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, Taft Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome into our show. Got a great show planned for you today. We're going to talk all kinds of pirate baseball. It's going to be like the Saturday condensed into an hour as far as pirate baseball goes because Saturday was one of the longest days in East Carolina baseball history, but the Pirates uh, clinched the series win against the Green Wave of Tulane. Jeff Palumbo, the associate head coach under Cliff Godwin, is live in the studio with us. Looking forward to talking a little bit of baseball coming up on the pirate front. Also, before we go to break, we just caught up with Holt Nailers. If you remember over the weekend, he went undrafted, but he has signed with the Seattle Seahawks. So he went from the disappointment of not getting drafted to the euphoria, as I put it, uh, of, of getting a, a free agent contract with the Seattle Seahawks. And moments ago, I had a chance to talk to the former Pirate quarterback. Well, just talk a little bit about, you know, the whole day you had, you know, watching the draft and the disappointment there. But then afterwards, you know, just yeah. euphoria. You're heading to the NFL. Yeah, um, it was a long day. You know, fulls of highs and lows. But, you know, ended up in a really good spot. And, you know, we had about three things that we wanted in a team. Um, if it did come to free agency, and, and they hit all of them. Um, so it was a really good spot for me to go in there and learn from a veteran, um, from a really good coach. And uh, it's a good situation for me. What was it like talking to Coach Carroll on Saturday? It was really cool. Um, yeah, I really wasn't expecting to talk to the head coach of whatever team I went to. So, you know, for him to call meant a lot to me. Um, obviously, he has a great reputation. I'm just excited to, to go up there and work for him and play for him and, uh, you know, get a good relationship with him. And now the Conley connection heads to the Northwest, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. All the way from Greenville to Seattle. So, uh, you know, we're not stopping here. We're excited to, to be there together. And, you know, obviously, we've got good chemistry on the football field. So, we're excited to be there together and uh, to get to work. What's your schedule going forward? Yeah, I leave next Wednesday or Thursday. I'm kind of waiting today to hear the exact flight details. But, yeah, so I'm excited to get there and, uh, you know, get to work. That's that's Holt Naylor's from earlier today, the former Pirate quarterback heading to the Seattle Seahawks. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Jeff Palumbo, associate head coach, is live in the studio. Back with more after this. Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Fruitopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Papa John's, we start with better. Like our fresh, never-frozen dough made from six simple ingredients. And our dough can save you dough. Get two or more Papa Pairing's favorites for just $6.99 each. Order now on the app from Papa John's. Hey, Pirate fans. Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at PapaJohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Go Pirates! 
With over 30 locations across North Carolina and Southeastern Virginia, Quality Equipment is your local John Deere dealer, where you'll find everything you need for your next project. Our complete lineup of John Deere lawn and garden, agricultural, and commercial worksite equipment comes with years of experience, expertise, and dedication. We know what it takes to get it done right. Stop by today or visit us online at qualityequip.com. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. UniversitySportswearENC.com is your one-stop shop for all promotional products for your business. With over 1 million items to shop from, UniversitySportswearENC.com offers high-quality products at prices to fit any budget. Visit UniversitySportswearENC.com for contact information and to get shopping. UniversitySportswearENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. This is Coach Steve Shankweiler, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show on this Monday. East Carolina taking the series over Tulane from the weekend. What a crazy Saturday it was. Uh, <clears throat> Coach Palumbo, we have to go to Friday first, but let's have a little synopsis on Saturday. Is that the longest day as, as far as uh, a coaching career that you've had on the ball field? Absolutely. That was that was first for me. So that was, uh, you get three results in one day, have not been a part of a part of that. Uh, maybe, I'm just trying to think back, even maybe some conference tournament stuff, but, you know, the interesting part is our, our guys, they all play travel baseball, and uh, they, they, ha- they have, right? They'll do that in some of their tournaments on Sundays if they play for a while. Uh, I think the games are not usually nine innings, though, right? They're looking at seven inning games. Sometimes they even get shortened down to five if they have weather-related. So not quite the, uh, the the time on the field that uh, they spent the other day. So that was that was a first for, I, I think, pretty much everybody involved, to be quite honest. Tulane comes to town with, with a, a record that looked like they were really struggling. And, and Coach Godwin said that week, he said, look, they always come in. They're always going to play tough. Don't even look at that record. And, and you know, the way they played, it's hard to believe that their record is what it is. It, it really is. They went through a big transition in the offseason, right, switching head coaches, and, and uh, they, they lost some really talented players kind of through that transition. But they also returned some experienced guys, especially on the on the uh, the positional player side. So well, when, when you bring that many ABs into it and, and uh, you have that type of experience and, you know, it's, it's you, you never quite know what you're going to get. So the kind of throw the records out the window. They've also played a pretty challenging schedule. They traveled a ton, um, you know, gone to California, Hawaii. They, they've been all over the place. So, you know, I think just in talking to their head coach a little bit, that's something he, he – uh, he may want back a, 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 a little bit, but uh, but at the time, I'm sure it seemed like you know good experience for the guys, and and I do think that they've probably learned some things from that. They've been in a lot of close ball games. They've lost uh, you know some some close ones. So you know you, you do even though when it's challenging, you do gain some experience for, for for that. And I think they've carried that into conference play, and, and they're certainly going to give you, especially on the offensive side, um, some difficulties. They do a great job at the plate. You know, going into the weekend, there was going to be some weather issues just because of the forecast and and the, the move had already been made to play the doubleheader on Saturday. So you, you play Friday and then you kind of look at the radar and you say, hey, we've got a window to play this thing and let's see how far we can get. Yeah, we you get right. You get like a ten day forecast, right? When when you're that far out, so we kind of joked a, a little bit early in the week that uh, hey, it looks like look like we'll have to play three on on Saturday, right? You know, I mean, Friday looked was, like a wash, Sunday yeah. looked like a wash, and uh, let's play know, three. Yeah, but that that was kind of the joke for a few days, and then it looked like Friday might open up for slid up a little bit, gave us a shot there in the afternoon, and really honestly, about two, three, four o'clock, it looked like everything was going to be good to go. But we know Greenville. I mean, at any point in time, you get that type of humidity going on, and it warmed up pretty good, so a lot of moisture there on the ground, and it just had the makings for a uh, for a storm Friday. And sure enough, I mean that was a lightning show that uh, took place once we were off the field. We talk so much about regional type atmospheres at Clark LeClaire. Well, that's a different that's type it. of regional yeah, type yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, that, that had a regional feel to it, no question. So yeah. I was getting it, getting back into the office in the sixth or seventh, and having to wait it out. And, and you also had some adversity already because you Savage couldn't pitch. You, you know, giving him a little bit of rest, trying to get him back to normal because. As, as Coach Godwin said, his last two times out, he really didn't look you know, like the same guy. So you, you knew you had a little you know issue going there. You had TBA set for Game Three as far as the starting pitcher goes. So you had that adversity to go, and then then you get behind in in the Friday night affair. 
Yeah, got off to a pretty good start. I, yeah. You know, honestly, got going there a little bit offensively and, and really how we want to start out. And, and we've had some games, especially early in the year, where we started slow. We've done a better job towards the middle of the year getting off to a better start. And I thought we did that the other night. And uh, again, just kind of tip your cap to them. You know, they're, uh, their starter, the left-hander Carmouche, he's, you know, he's experienced, right? Was starting Friday guy for him last year. He kind of settled in, gave them some innings, and then their offense got going a little bit. And all of a sudden, we looked up. It happened pretty quick. And you get behind, and, and they kind of have some momentum. Momentum, carrying some momentum into the middle of the game there, and and um, you know all of a sudden things start to, uh, they start to really carry some momentum there towards the back end, and I think you know that storm may have been a, a blessing for us to be quite honest with you. It kind of changed the momentum, stopped it, and, and gave us a chance to kind of regroup a little bit. And, and so you get the lightning show, the storm comes. You know, there's a lot of, of us that were thinking, hey, is this game going to be? You know, can you suspend it? Do you suspend it and go the next day? Is the game over because you've completed a certain amount of innings? But as you were telling me before. We went on the air you guys knew that the game would be suspended and finished the only question was because the the schedule had already been moved to a doubleheader saturday can you have three results you know in one day and the answer from the american eventually was yes eventually right yeah we had to kind of sort through that a little bit right when you, when you look up and sunday has that the the forecast that uh, that they had going into it and you know ended up having some windows even there yesterday maybe to, to play a little bit but not 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 a, not a big enough one to probably finish a whole game so you're looking at that and you're trying to figure it figure it all out but yeah that game that game's going to be suspended had that been you know the last game of the series or um yeah, that that wasn't agreed upon earlier than then uh then that would have been obviously a complete game just having gotten through the five innings questions or comments on our facebook live feed for jeff palumbo we'll pass them along we've got uh, one already uh david says coach p the best first base coach in america how about that <laughs> you got a fan out there hey there we go hey, a fan out there I, I i appreciate that all right so obviously everybody's disappointed in the locker room on Friday night. You haven't lost the game yet, but you know, you know, you got a real tough assignment coming out because you, you go to break. Tulane has a nine to six lead. They have all the momentum in the world. They have runners at second and third. And in the top of the seventh inning, when you guys regroup, how different is that? How many times have you done something like that in your coaching career where you, you know, you take a break and come back and, and finish a game? You know, I don't. I actually don't recall a ton as a coach. I was actually telling my my uh, my, my family just yesterday. I once had to do it as a player. Had mm-hmm. to sit bases loaded, rainstorm, and 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 got called, and and I was up at the place. You just sitting there all night, right? You, just so you were the play all night, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I don't remember a whole lot as a coach, and so you know, it actually. I think for us, like I said, it kind of it just stops the momentum, right? You know, yeah. they, they they get they get a, a little a ball down the line, they get a second and third there, um, you know, and got all the momentum. I'm looking to kind of finish us off, I think, there. And it just kind of stopped everything, right? And, and you know, Landon, you know, comes out. He's he's fresh. We get a chance to kind of, you know, get with our guys, let them know the situation. Coach is talking to them beforehand, letting them know what, what, what we're going to do. So you just kind of get everybody on the same page. And instead of that being 20 seconds in between a pitch, right, right, it's, it's, you get a chance to get everybody, um, you know, make sure the d- defense is exactly where we want, want want to go with it and everybody is just ready to roll. And, you know, how, and Landon did a great job. Got, got the ground ball to Joey and, and and uh, we're off and, and go from there. Yeah, before we talk about that, we got to find out what did Palumbo do with the plate after waiting all night? Uh, triple down the right field line. Oh, there boy, look at that. There you go. How about uh, that? Yes, right. sir. Right. As I told him, though, I, was, I, I hit lead off, so it wasn't that unique, right? I mean, that's kind of how you go into every I game, see. right? So a little bit different just having the guys on base, but uh, but yeah, that, that, that one went well. Power hitter. Uh, ground ball down the line. <laughs> ground ball down Collecting the line. Collecting all yeah, those ribbies. Definitely, definitely not a power hitter. That is one thing that is, was never next to my name. All right, so Landon Ginn comes in to pitch. Now, he's got a similar situation as yourself. He knows, you know, all night long. He's, did y'all tell him Friday night he would be the guy? Yeah, he's actually going out, right? He was, he was going out. So he was out, the guy out. going, he out, going anyway. out He was going out to the mound right when they called, they, they, they uh, suspended the game. So he, he knew, and he knew he knew going into it, uh, you know, Coach Gowan and, and uh, Coach Knight let him know. So, yeah, he got a chance to sit on that all night. And the key was, you know, the first out, because you got to get that first one, and then you uh, end up with the ending inning double play, right? That's it. Yeah. That's it. And you got to get that first one, and, and then you can kind of get creative a little bit with with the open base, but uh, but Landon navigated it perfectly. Yeah, he gave up one hit. That was a home run, and, and it looked at the time because as as a fan, you're sitting there watching the game, and and you, you know it, was, it ended up being ten eight, and you're like, it's, it's a lot easier to get one run mm-hmm. than it is two, and, and everybody knows that. Sure, but but still, you were able to navigate that. But you go to the eighth inning. Jacob Jenkins Coward had a key hit in that eighth inning to, to get you closer. Yeah, we did. I mean, strong strong some hits there, you know, in the eighth to get us, you know, kind of kind of chip away at it, and um, you know, obviously. Once they hit that home run to get it to ten, you know it's it's uh, 
kind of hard to regroup a little bit. But that was one thing going into the weekend. We knew if we could just get into their bullpen, you know, that that was not a strength of theirs. And and offensively, they could do some damage. But if we just get past some of their arms, you know, and get deeper into that bullpen, we had a pretty good chance at it. So even though we had some uh, some really big hits there in the eight to kind of chip away and end up lining into a double play there to finish the inning, it's it's uh, you just felt like hey, we were still within striking distance with you know what their bullpen situation was. And then you come up in the bottom of the ninth, needing two to tie, three to win. Noah Carter Cunningham, Cam Clunch, all single Clunch got the RBI to make it ten nine. Yeah, huge pinch. And hit then there. how about Lane Hoover comes up? Yeah, man, he's. I mean, obviously, it's it's uh, just a feeling. The guy, you know, when he walks to the plate in those spots, he's just come through so many times. He's just it, Captain Clutch. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. So when he's up at the plate, and you just know he's he's a, a you know he's getting getting the, the the bat on the ball. He's going to move the baseball, and just hoping that it's going to find you know find a hole for us. And uh, man, sure enough, he's uh, you know c- comes comes through again, and uh, obviously a great slide there by uh, by Nate at the plate. That slide by Nate. That, that when he, when he slid in, and then the umpire called him safe. Obviously, the first thing you think about is they're going to review it. Sure. Did he get his hand in there? But if you watch it as a catcher, and I, I didn't play all that much baseball, but I'm thinking I'm going to go to that side, mm-hmm. and he went the opposite way. Yeah. Was that by design? Did he just see something? Oh, I think he just read he read the throw, taking the ball, you know, taking the catcher kind of away right from from the inside of the field, and and just felt like that was his his shot to uh, to try to get to the plate. And Nate's a great athlete. Man, you kind of see a, that on display. I mean, being able to kind of you know move his body in a way to try to avoid the tag and, and get that left hand around. So um, our social media crew, they got. I mean, they just get. I, they just get incredible pictures. They do an incredible job. Yeah. They kind of got one right there where, you know, probably the best angle you could possibly see. But, you know, even on review, I don't know. It's hard to get. Home plate is actually one of the harder angles to get uh, just because you can't quite get right on top of it, right? And and so, you know, you, you see see the umpire. I mean, he's in a, in a perfect position. And I don't know that any any uh, camera was going to have a better angle than where he's he's uh, sitting there to see it. So, obviously, he makes his call and uh, you get to review. And essentially, the guys get to celebrate twice it's yeah. pretty cool that was pretty cool because they yeah. came running out and I thought nah you're yeah. going to have to go back because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they review you know if, if somebody has you know any kind of issue at all yeah we review everything now yeah. So, and, yeah, and I so, don't yeah. that's the the next point I was going to ask you why do we have to have an umpire conference before we go to the review I, I just don't understand <clears throat> you know if there's a play to, and, and correct me if I'm wrong the umpires can call for a review if they if one of the umpires thinks, "Hey, we better take a look at that." Right? Yeah, they they uh, it's 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 really one of the the areas. We, I, in my opinion, and this just may be my opinion, but we, we need to kind of clean that up a little bit within our game. I, I, there there are specific things that you can review. Uh, there are umpire the umpires can decide to review on their own. Uh, essentially, we have two that we can we can call for, and and uh, you know, and and then essentially we can run out. But if it's close anyways, they're just going to review it themselves. So, you know, and I, I just feel like uh, it's a great thing. We just got to figure out how to kind of corral it a little bit because I feel like it's being uh, just kind of slowing the pace of play down, right? And we made some rules to try to adjust right. that, speed up games, which is great for fans and, and keeps momentum within the game. And uh, I, I just really feel like that's important. And so, you know, I, I'd be more me personally, I'd be more in favor of. Hey, listen, you get you know you get to a game NFL style, right? You right. Know, you, you get you get your challenges. Use them when you want. If you're wrong, you lose it. You know, and yeah, uh, be yeah, careful yeah, how yeah, you use right. them because yeah, if it's yeah. if it's a, a early in the game, maybe it doesn't mean as much. That's right. But it's gotten to the point where yeah, and and the umpire and and then you got you got a situation. Say you do run out of challenges. And you get a bang bang play, and the umpires get together and say, "I think he was out. I think he was. Out. I think he was out." And it was a bang bang play. They don't want to review it. Then you got somebody upset yeah, that yeah. you're not reviewing. Yeah, it. and it t- to me, I mean, I think you know, you see some other sports, right? NFL, NBA. I mean, you, you, you hear it right on on the, on the broadcast of well, he wants to hold on to it. You, you know, he wants to hold right. on to it just in case. You got to figure out is this worth it, right? You right. Know, because I feel like we're using it for. Um, you know, changing momentum and and uh, you know keeping get, getting our pitcher more rest if it's the last out of the out of the just just things that it's not designed for per se and so we just got to figure out how to do that but but you know it is you do want them to get the call right especially a play like that at the plate to end a game right. of course that's you a certainly want to get that one yeah right. so it, it, it is a uh, something that's needed no question is just can we 
you know, get it into a better place to, to use it in the right way. But it almost looks like if the umpires get together and one of them's like, like how's Sally and the kids? Oh, they're doing, yeah, they're doing right. great. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think what they te- <laughs> they tend to do is, because only two go in. Uh, right. Uh, right out of the four, if you have four. And, and uh, the interesting part is is sometimes it's, it's the umpire that makes the call. Sometimes it isn't, um, which I think it's always better to have two that are in there that did not weren't involved right. in the call, in my opinion. But Because the uh, guy that makes the call, <clears throat> I don't care what they say, deep down, he wants to get it right. No question. I mean, that's that's just human nature. They want to get it right. I, they uh, we had, we had a play uh, play the other day that I thought they went in and and um, yeah, we'll just say I didn't necessarily think they came out with the, the right <laughs> answer. I say which team or not which team. But I told the first base umpire who made a, you know the next game he's over over at my spot and I said, hey man, those guys changed your call up, man. They, they owe you dinner because you got it right. And he, he, he he wasn't he wasn't happy. He said that's the first one I've had overturned really all, uh, all year. I said, well hey, am, am I book am my book still right. perfect? Yeah. So you're good to go. Um, but it's, you know, but I think they get together just to clarify, hey, listen, what are we definitely reviewing? What did I see? So when they go in there, they have a better gauge maybe of what that umpire thinks he saw, and then they can, you know, go at it from there, I guess. You're right, but it seems like it takes uh, just, a, just a long, long time. Especially when it? you're waiting to hear if you won or lost. You oh, know, yeah. That one, you oh, know, I'm you're, sure you're, that one. It, it seemed seem like about 15 minutes. Because there, even right? if that situation, you were in the driver's seat, obviously, sure. if the call is out, you yeah. still have a really good chance, but we all know how baseball is. Yeah, no question. But it, but it, yeah, and it is a big difference. You know, we didn't have a guy third, so, you know, you got one out guy second. Lane had advanced to second, which yeah. was which a good job by Lane, but, you know, you're still sitting there. You've won, or you got one out and a runner at second base with a chance to win the game. You know, percentages are still probably 50-50 on that. So, you know, it's, it was a big call, and uh, thankfully, Nate, uh, Nate did a great job. Taking your questions and comments on our Facebook live feed. We'll take a commercial break right now. We'll come back more with Jeff Palumbo as we talk Pirate Baseball on this Monday after this. North Carolina State Parks invites you to enjoy camping your way. With the weather changing, booking your own cabin is the perfect solution for your camping getaway. Reserve campsites or cabins today at Jones Lake, Goose Creek, and Cliffs of the News. Whether you enjoy traditional camping or air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi, your next adventure can include hiking, beautiful scenery, and sunsets by the campfire. For information on booking a cabin, visit ncparks.gov. you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available. Visit us at beautybarmedispa.com. Also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Go Pirates! In studio today with Frank Lee with Appliances Superstore. Frank, why should people go see you? We make buying appliances easy. Just that simple. We have the largest selection of in-stock appliances in Eastern North Carolina, which helps our customers save money every day. We offer a 12-month warranty on our appliances, plus we deliver and set up your new appliances and remove your old ones. Come visit us at the Appliances Superstore off 264 behind the new DMV or shop us online at appliancessuperstore.com. Remember, we make buying appliances easy at the This is Aaron Williams with Ease Plumbing. This is Mike Hoggart with Viva Electric. This is Mark McLawhorn, Roland Black Heating and Cooling. We have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. Contact us at callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Call us today to help with your plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Go Pirates. This is ECU assistant football coach Roy Tesh, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community owned, community powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Jeff Palumbo, associate head coach for East Carolina under Cliff Gobbin, our guest. As we continue on, we've got some uh, Facebook questions and that kind of thing for you. Did you notice a significant tightening of the zone this weekend from behind the plate? It looked a lot like some of the close pitches weren't uh, became balls this weekend. What do you think about that? 
without getting in trouble yeah sure you know i, I think every every umpire is a little bit different that's the unique part right when you go into a game and they're all uh you know they're all very very different in terms of how they go about it the, the zones in general over the last few years have have tightened up a little bit main main reason is uh we all have track man which is you know data that will essentially grade the umpires and so with that said it's a little bit more of a true zone in terms of how it evaluates them so you know they can't get you know now there's there's actual data that'll tell them how many you know what percentage they're getting accurate in the zone what percentage they're getting accurate out of the zone and, and obviously a, a total number so they, they get evaluated on that and, and the cool part is those umpires they take pride in it you know they take pride in being good at it as as you want them to and so you know i mean literally immediately after the game those guys from the umpire locker room are, are requesting their track man data to see how they did or didn't do so so the zones tend to be a little bit more true to, to the actual plate you're not getting two balls off you, you know and and obviously every now and then every now and then you're getting umpires that, that that's just kind of what they feel like their zone is but by and large they're getting evaluated um, there's data now to show what what is right and what is wrong and so that tends to kind of bring them a little bit tighten up the zones on that same topic uh, david writes in and says do you or the coaching staff ever rewatch certain at bats from the espn broadcast to see if the umpire you know got it right whether it was a strike or a ball do you guys go back and look and, and just see where everything is oh yeah we'll go back and watch just about everything so uh, you know that, that that's a piece that's a piece of it and um you know there's certain rules and restrictions as to what you can see during and and you know in in game things i mean you see sure you see in the big leagues those guys have their tablets out you know in the dugouts so we can't we can't necessarily do that um but the reality is we'll go back and look and just try to learn learn from it and, and you want those guys talking to each other right within their at-bats as they come back right you'll see our hitters they're talking to the guy on deck as he's approaching the plate and you know let him know hey man he's giving two balls off or he's giving you know in or up down whatever it is just so we're constantly communi- communicating those things but yeah we'll go back to, to watch the espn broadcast certainly for that but for a number of other things right and, and using that to 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 uh, you know, teach and, and and help the guys moving forward. And, and most coaches will say that you know you're not going to get every ball strike call right, but as long as you're consistent, if you're giving that ball, you know, one ball out, and you're doing it for both teams, and that's 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 just what it's going to be. That's right. Then then that's what you want. You're not going to hear you're not going to hear a lot of uh, talk from either dugout as as long as that's what you're getting right. You're consistent, but when you're tight, you know. And I, when you're tight and then all of a sudden it opens up for a pitch here or there that that makes a big uh, you know in the moment seems like a big pitch in the game that's when you start to kind of get the uproar from 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 one of the dugouts so you know but no question you want consistency you want to kind of stick with it and and that way as a hitter and as a pitcher you know what you're trying to work towards and then we can go competing as a batter when you're up the plate with two strikes you know what goes through their head, and when they when a when a batter goes down looking, it's one of the most frustrating things I think for fans because I think you know I think that most fans would rather see a guy swing at a pitch way over his head than to go down looking because the first. But what as a hitter, you're at the plate. What are you looking for with two strikes, and 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 what what are some of those guys looking at? Yeah, I mean you you, you have a, you have a two right you have a, you have a, a plan when you go to the plate. And ultimately gets two strikes. There's a two strike two strike plan that uh, you know Coach Guy and Coach Bortles and, and and the guys have in place. And so so they're going to execute that. And and you know you can't you can't expand the zone drastically. You can't cover it all, right? The the, the pitching, especially this day and age, is is uh, at the highest level it's ever been. And that's all levels, right? You know, right. I, I heard a stat the other day that I think it was when Chipper Jones was playing in the big leagues, the average fastball velocity was 92. Well, today it's 94. Right. But that's filtering down. I mean, you, you're talking about you know should the average velocity for our starting rotation is probably 92, 93, right? You know, if not higher. So, I mean, that's that's what you're facing in college. So, you can't cover the whole plate. You can't cover a ball off, a ball in when these guys are throwing the baseball, you know, 93, 94 miles an hour. Uh, On top of that, it's it's, it's easier said than done to to, to hit hit an elevated fastball that's 94, 95. And now you're talking about, you know, balls moving, different things. So, you have to still stay within a very very strict approach. And uh, now, as the umpire starts to establish his strike zone, you got to work with it, right? right. And so if he's going to all of a sudden give a ball or two off, then we got to make some decisions. Are we going to get up on the plate, right, to try to cover cover that? You know, is is he calling up? Okay, well we got to be really really be short here because ninety four up is not really easy to get to. So you know, and now the breaking balls, you know, starting on the same plane as a fastball elevated. You're trying to figure out, hey, yeah. what pitch is this, right? So so there's a lot of things that go into it, but you you have to you know again as a hitter 
all you want to do is to see that strike zone be pretty well established and then I can adjust the way I need to. And if you want to expand off a little bit uh, and you've been doing that, I can live with it a little bit easier. Now, now if I take the pitch, it's kind of on me, right? You, you know, and, and we can we can live with that. But if you've been calling a true zone and all of a sudden you're going to give two balls up on a fastball that's 94 miles an hour, man, you haven't been calling that. I'm not prepared to try to get to that, right? right. And so that's, you just want to be able to tailor your approach to kind of what you're seeing. And that's, you know, the, the, the frustrating piece of it. But for all for all the fans out there that uh, hey they hit ninety four ninety five and covering all of the different pitches and strike zones it's, it's uh, hey we're, we're, that's certainly going to be the goal but it's it's uh, easier said than well, done and for that's sure. that's the thing that, that that really fascinates me is that you know you get frustrated with that but then you're thinking like how does a hitter feel. Yeah. Like he didn't go up there to go down looking. Sure, none of them did. Sure, and that's just one of the things that you know that's that's part of the game. That I think that you know if you're playing little league and the ball's coming in there on like a lollipop and you want you got to be swinging. Yeah, but I mean yeah, it's yeah. it's a whole different game and yep. it's just it's just something that uh, I can't imagine. You know you're trying to figure out the spin on the baseball, what it's going to do, and then to have your swing. But uh, I I've been reading some stuff about you know if you take a third strike, you got to get up there, you got to choke up, you got to put it in play. That yeah. kind of thing. But we got we got to put together like a fan experience, like the NASCAR, right? Yeah, exactly. But, hey, you get on ninety four, ninety five, exactly. and yeah, you get in that bat. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, we'll, put, <laughs> we'll let Cliff throw at him. That would be now that would be good. Yeah. yeah Cliff, hey, well, hey, it might have to be pitching machine unless it's one of our real guys. I don't think anybody in our staff's creating that. Uh, creating that true. look. I'll just yeah. say Cliff could do it from maybe thirty feet. Just, <laughs> yeah, just there you go. Throw hard. You, hey, we'll, we'll move it up. Give you the same, you know, realistic time exactly. frame. Exactly. You have to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. that would be there that would go. be good. All right, so the Pirates get the momentum. They get get the win. That's one of the coolest things about Saturday though is I was telling my family I said look you guys we can't be late to the game because this thing yeah. you know this thing is is involved we got to be so we were all there yeah, seventh inning stretch was right away that's right it's yeah. like stretch time yeah. right away right, yeah. so we got that out of the way and then you go to game two and in game two Ricky Castro he was he was really good wasn't he he was he was really good it was it was um you know a little little disappointing we didn't kind of keep the momentum and, and keep the momentum from from the walk off the game before but you know I just the, the day as a whole just gives you a um, a really good inside look as to just hey what what this sport how this sport is different from others you know and just the momentum can be changed by one guy and Castro you know took the ball in his hand and tip your cap to him he set the tone and and uh, put up zeros early and, and they got a few swings off 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 of Josh there early on and just kind of kept coming but I, I kind of give them credit because we had all the momentum our fans were into it and and within a half an inning you know they they had kind of seized that momentum right back. Yeah, Lambert hit the three-run yeah. homer, and it kind of, it kind of took some of the wind, you know, out of the sails early on, at least for the fan experience. No I'm question. not sure about for the guys. Or you not, you can feel it in the dugout. I literally I looked I took, to turn to uh, Heath, who's next to me in the dugout. I said. It just with that swing just kind of sucked the life right out of the stadium you, yeah. you know that we had kind of worked pretty hard there in, in the last uh last few innings of game one to uh, to create so but again you kind of tip your cap to them they kept playing put a swing on the baseball got some guys on base there in the first put a good swing on it and, and castro went and, and mixed obviously extremely well and and uh, gave us gave us fits for uh, for nine innings i kind of think that as a as a player that that's a that's a fun day to play all those innings i mean you know even though you're disappointed you dropped the game so you now you're one and one you're going for the series win but as, as a player like man this is this is awesome yeah it's it's unique and you kind of have to have that thought process right of of uh, not looking too far in advance at the whole the the entirety of the day right you know because it, it is a lot i mean that's a lot of baseball it's a lot of time on, on the feet especially for those those regulars and and um you know i think you know coach did a great job of getting some of those guys once the game got a, a touch out of reach in yeah. game two getting some of those guys off their feet letting them get in and you know when you're at home you got the the luxury of of having the locker room here and being able to get them some food and, and rehydrate in the training room and all, all those things. So coach was kind of getting some guys in and out and you only had 27 on the, uh, on the roster for the weekend. So you couldn't do it with everybody. So it becomes a little bit strategic in who you're trying to get, get off their feet a little bit. So I know he got some of those guys, Joey and you know some of those guys off their feet so they could, you know, get some downtime and kind of re-energize a little bit for game three. So you're ready for game three, East Carolina and Tulane, the rubber match uh, for the green wave and the pirates. And this was a, this was a dogfight going into the sixth. Uh, Tulane took the lead 3-2 in the sixth. And then the Pirates had that big six-run sixth inning, which uh, propelled them to the victory. But the, that was one of those games that could have gone either way too, right? 
Uh, no question. You know, I thought Zach Root did it did it all did, he did. an incredible job getting us off, right? You know, getting us off to a good start. Their offense had really been kind of rolling and um, you know, just kind of kind of giving us a chance to kind of settle in offensively. And, you know, we, we just you know, it's it's tough when you get shut out in game two and you go into game three, you know, hitting is a little bit contagious at times. That's, you know, and, and that's, that's funny you said that because I was looking down and I saw my notes, you know, Luke Nowak with the RBI single lane Hoover, Jacob Starling. I was gonna say hitting is so contagious and you, you took the words out of my yeah, mouth. I mean, but I mean that's what it is. Yeah, I mean we get going right in the back end of the game and a lot of it has to do with who's on the mound for the other team. You know, and that's that's something that I, I think a, a lot of people don't the, the fans don't really grasp all the time is not not strictly us, right? You you kinda of putting some things together and putting a plan together and approach, but you know, sometimes that guy on the mound is just really good too. And and so, you know, you could see that in our day a little bit, right? You know, we, we got to their bullpen in, in game one, Castro settles in, he's got his stuff, he's ready to roll, he's mixing, doing some things that give us trouble and and uh game game three I think we're kinda of re energized trying to get going, but we just couldn't quite get going and, you know, kinda of got a run here and there and, and then obviously all those runs come with, with really two outs. Yeah. You know, they all they all come with two outs in, in that big inning, and uh, you know it's it's uh, enough to enough to get the job done. And Moreland gets the two run home run. He hit that ball about as far as you could hit one in, in the field. I mean, dead center field. He, sw- he he actually his numbers this weekend I think don't really show what what he really did. He barreled some balls really really good, and and uh, just happened to hit some balls right at at some guys and some balls hitting off the first baseman that you know getting getting by the first baseman, second baseman has to be standing there. They had him shifted a few times, one, yeah. and so he 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 really swung the bat I thought extremely well all weekend and it was good I know it felt great for him to really get that one good and get that thing to get out of there because they seemed like they had him played in the right spot or he barreled it right at somebody you know pretty consistently all weekend so big swing for us and I know he felt good getting that thing off the barrel for sure good to see Jacob Jenkins coward he gets a home run after that and he's coming back from his injury his surgery and uh, he seems to be at least close to 100% yeah you know and JC he he I thought he was really starting to kind of hit his stride you know obviously at the NC State game with three home runs yeah. and he's feeding it and, you know hits another one in game one of the doubleheader against UCF and then he obviously has the injury set back two weeks and uh, thankfully he's healthy he's feeling great most importantly um, you know and I think it's just taking him a little bit of time to get back into the swing of things and, and get back when you don't face you know, again you don't face pitching live for that that long of a period you know there's a reason the major leagues they play every day you know to be able to kind of see that pitching and stay on it every day uh, your eyes need to see pitching every day you know to be able to stay in your rhythm so I think he'll he'll come back quick here he had a, he had a uh, you know I'm sure some ABs that he'd like to have back this weekend but it was, it was great to see him get that swing off and hopefully continue to feed off of that moving into the week Jeff Palumbo our guest we'll take a commercial break right now back with more on the Brian Bailey show on this Monday right after this <laughs> the best burgers around everyone loves a thick juicy and fresh burger tiebreakers in greenville plus the all-new tiebreakers in winterville do real burgers better than anybody so don't just go to any burger themed restaurant chain it's time to break the chain and eat local tiebreakers real burgers at its best everybody loves burgers Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft, Taft & Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of The Brian Bailey Show and The Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of The Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! Time to save big and save now during Bostick Suck Furniture's Memorial Day Markdowns. Beautiful furniture for your home with Memorial Day Markdowns you have to see to believe. Plus six months special financing. Save up to 70% off clearance items. Plus take an additional 25% off accessories. This is a must shop event with incredible savings store wide. Start sleeping better and save on a new mattress with up to 48 months special financing now at Bostick Suck Furniture. 
East Coast Grading and Utilities is your source for clearing, hauling dirt, and concrete work. East Coast Grading and Utilities handles all sewer and water issues as well. I'm David Vaughn. Whether you're putting in a new subdivision or helping you with any and all of your drainage problems, I can get the job done. Call me at 531-7494. No job is too big or too small. East Coast Grading and Utilities. Friends helping friends. 531-7494. For East Coast Grading and Utilities. Utilities. The Rick House has a delicious new lunch menu. It's Chef K's Country Luncheon featuring the very best in country cooking Monday through Friday from 11 to 1. Plates are just $12.50 for hamburger steak with gravy, meatloaf, baked chicken, smoked ribs, brisket, and more. Our country sides include mac and cheese, collards, corn on the cob, mashed potatoes, southern greens, and much more. Plates are just $12.50. It's Chef K's Country Luncheon weekdays from 11 to 1 at the Rick House, 710 Red Banks Road in Greenville. Come get you some. Hey, Wood Ducks fans. Be sure to purchase your single-game tickets online at woodducksbaseball.com. Have a big group? No problem. Book your group tickets by calling our front office at Granger Stadium. This year's schedule features the return of daily themes, including Tribute Tuesday, Winning and Wind Down Wednesday, Thirsty Thursday, Mother Earth Friday, Pepsi Saturday, and Dogs and Dogs Day. Make sure to follow the Down East Wood Ducks on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook so you don't miss anything. We hope to see you out at Granger Stadium all season long. Let's go, Woodies. This is Tim Doust, ECU football special teams coordinator, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show. Still taking your questions and comments on our Facebook Live feed for Jeff Palumbo, the associate head coach under Cliff Godwin for this Pirate Baseball program. East Carolina at 31-13 and on the season, 26-3 and at home, 5-9 and away, 9-6 and in the American Athletic Conference. And, uh, Coach, I... I, I I've said this to Cliff before, and I, I truly believe it. All of us are just spoiled by this East Carolina program. I mean, all the wins, all the regional hosting and everything. And it, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's it's mind-boggling. I think it's it's East Carolina and Stanford, the only two for the last four years to host a regional. I mean, we're talking across the whole country. Teams that have won you know multiple World Series and that kind of thing. And East Carolina is one of those. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's like, we're kind of like, okay, we know we're going to host. Are we going to you know host a Super and we don't really know anything because it's a battle out there day in and day out. But do you think you know, everybody's spoiled or how, how do you how do you get around that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think of it in terms of that. I, you know, obviously, we're uh, yeah, a huge piece of it is is I think that the fans pour so much into this program, which is what you want, right? You know, which is what you want as a coach, and so um, to have them involved and care that much, and yep. and uh, is is really what you're what you're looking for. So, uh, spoiled is not the word. I mean, obviously, I think it's um, it's challenging to do that, right? And you, you see that this past weekend, you know, we're in in a spot to pr- potentially right RPI base rankings base to, to be hosting going into the weekend you went two out of three in conference and uh you dropped substantially in the rpi you know 14 points i was looking at it today so yeah. uh it, it's just it's such a fine line you know it's such a fine line to do that so it certainly is challenging uh but but at the end of the day those are our expectations those are one of our goals within the program to do it year in and year out and whether or not you've done it once or whether or not you've done it four times i think you look back and you use those experiences and um you understand it's not easy to do but it doesn't change the goal for the next year so you know at the end of the day that's the goal. It's still out in there in front of us to go to go do it. We just got to go go play well. But uh, but I, I believe me, I get it every every day. My nine year old asked me what we're ranked every, every day, and he said, "Well, we'll host." I said, "Well, not buddy, right now we probably probably wouldn't." He's like, "What do you mean? We're we're number fourteen, you know?" I said, "Yeah, it's not not quite as as simple and right. cut and dry as that." But if they get uh, they let him on the committee, I think we'll be in better shape. So. <laughs> I think so too. Right. But it's just I, I guess you know for the fans aspect, it's just such a great weekend. It's if, you know on a, from the media side teams come to Greenville they get to see what the jungle's all about they they practice on that day before the tournament starts and it's just it's I often talk about how magical football weekends are here but those regional weekends are just just unbelievable just the you know the place is packed the guys run on the field just the sound of that it's just it's just so much fun and you guys you know you're right in line right now I mean you know, you know winning two out of three against Tulane you know didn't help the cause but you're still right there you know I mean yeah put us in a position 
question. And that's right. uh, honestly, you know, I talked about that with some of the guys, you know, going into game three is just say, listen, like we got to find a way to win this game. Right. Yeah, th- this is a, you know, at, at the time you're kind of just getting ready to play game three and just wanted to, you know, look at the end of the day, those, those guys are prepared. They're ready. But sometimes you just got to make sure we, we understand that game in particular, just because of the way the RPI formulas work, um, losing a game at home. Uh, against a team that does not have a great RPI is is uh, is, is not good for you. Right. <laughs> so exactly. you know, and so we, we go into that game and and uh, we've just dropped the one and, and just to try to create a little bit sense of urgency of, hey fellas, we can rest tomorrow and uh, but we got to go get this game today. Uh, this one right here. So we just got to find a way. It's not gonna be easy. We got to find a way to win this game and, and we can re- regroup over the weekend. And the guys did a great job getting the job done. Wichita State, Houston share the lead in the American at ten and five. East Carolina nine and six. Both Houston and Wichita State have the top breaker over East Carolina. So basically you're down by two games right now after 15 games. Uh, still lots of wins out there. Still you got nine conference games still to be played. You got three in the non-conference. So there's still plenty of baseball to be played. And and sometimes it's almost like you guys as coaching as coaching staff have to kind of just say, hey fellas, let's just play pirate baseball and we don't have to worry about any of this stuff. You know, all the fans can worry about it, the media can worry about it, but you just got to play pirate baseball. That's it. You know, in, in, in reality, it's, uh, you know, I was just talking with, uh, with AMAC today is in the office we're, we're, we're talking and and uh, it's just like look we we, uh, we just got to get back to playing our style of baseball a little bit more consistently we're doing it at times you, right. you know we just got to be a tick more consistent with it and um, as as we know we can run off you know a string of games uh, pretty quickly as long as you just but you got to focus on the one yep. you, you got to focus on the, the the practice and right now the guys got to just knock out their exams you, you know knock out their exams here and, and we can get back to it uh, tomorrow and, and get prepared for Carolina but reality is we just got to take it one game at a time and when we're clicking and when we're going and we get our guys back healthy on the mound um, those, those things are still out in front of us and just best not to worry about those other games it's uh, hey we all wish we had our, our uh, you know uh, in, we're in control of it and had our own destiny at hand but the reality is you know we uh, we lost a couple series there at Houston and Wichita and now we just got to control what we can which is playing good baseball ourselves is there an update on your savage i know you hit the laws and that kind of thing but is he coming along do you think he'll he'll, he'll be back yeah he's he's work he's working back he's he's feeling uh feel, feeling better so uh we'll, we'll see exactly what that timetable is and, and that'll be up to trey a little bit and, and working with our trainers coach night coach Godwin a little bit but he is uh you know moving moving in a much better direction that's good and that's that, that's great to hear because he's he's lights out he's fun to watch and he's he's really good and in fact the whole pitching staff i mean they've they've taken their lumps every once in a while but as a whole you got to be really pleased yeah absolutely you know it's been been a strength of ours you know throughout the season and uh, you know over the last you know really 10 days or so I you know I think it's just gave a little bit of a little bit of a lull here in the season and some guys are a little bit fatigued and that kind of comes with it you, you know but uh, but you can also come out of that very quickly as guys freshen up and again you get some guys back healthy so we'll continue to work and uh, coach Knight's done a great job with those guys and and uh, they, they've really been you know something we can you know kind of hang our hat on here throughout the year Talk about Austin a little bit because uh, you know I always you know since you came with with Cliff you know great guy loved you and then with Austin when he took over I think the thought was he's so young is he ready for it but he's taking that job and last year had to be the most challenging job for a pitching coach in the entire country and what a great job he did last year and he's done a great job this year as well he's so laid back I mean he's got to be like if if I'm a pitcher I like yeah you know, I'm sure he can get on their butts too now I'm not saying he doesn't but he's just so laid back. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing about the thing that a lot of people would probably didn't know about Coach Knight was just his background growing up, father, you know, in a baseball house, yeah. and, and father was a long time one of the, the great high school coach in, in, in the state of Mississippi, and and so you know, you grow up in that, you're around the game. It's just he's so knowledgeable, you know, and obviously being a catcher at Mississippi State, just developing that rapport with pitchers, I feel like he carries that every single day into how he handles those guys, and so, um, and I tell every pitching recruit that I talk to, which he does the majority of it now just because he's really good at it but um that hey man like you're gonna love working with him and not only is he gonna develop you and get you better but you're just gonna really enjoy him as a person right and so and that means a lot yeah no question i mean you touched on the young piece but but the reality is he just i mean he relates to those guys really really well and and uh, they enjoy pitching for him and competing and he's a competitor and um he's he's uh he just really kind of has all areas of in my opinion would make you a great coach the ability to relate to guys but also demand the respect and be able to develop them all at the same time. It's a, a family type atmosphere for you guys on the coaching staff with the players and I mean especially when when things do go south every once in a while I mean you got to have that or the whole thing can get lost in a hurry. 
Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, you talk about culture and, and again, programs talk about that, you know, all the time. It's no question the buzzword that every business program, everybody wants to talk about great culture. But the reality is what you do on a daily basis is is to develop that um, is, is really what is the culture. And right. so, you know, I, look, I'm not in every place, uh, you know, I could do is to speak to ours, but, you know, I think when the adversity hits and you have those struggles, um, yeah, I was, I was talking to Corey Galore a little bit and, 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 I, and we were just talking about, we had a four game losing streak and having been around the program, Corey knew, right. This isn't good for Tulane. And yeah. That was kind of his right. takeaway yeah, is, right. is that I've been around this program enough to know yeah. when things aren't going great. That's when you guys respond. And, right. and uh, obviously coach, jo- coach Gowan does a great job of, of having developed that. So, you know, but to hear him kind of say it and, and, uh, was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't, I, that four game losing streak, I'm not sure what to make of it. The fact that we hadn't had one since 2017 to be proud of that or to be frustrated that we're in one. <laughs> right. So, but the reality is he, he knew that we would come back and be prepared and ready to roll. And, and, uh, I think that says enough about our culture. Uh, culture is, is important at East Carolina Pirate Baseball. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because the whole season always starts, you know, at least for me, with the banquet. And that banquet, it's, it's sold out so quickly this year. And that's that's all Cliff. Cliff's done a great job getting that banquet and the way he organizes it. And it's just, it really gets you set. It sets the tone for the season. And to hear the guys talk, you know, the Lane Hoovers of the world. And and you know, I think Alec Burleson this year, and now he's in the pros and, and doing so well with the, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it really is, but it's, it's all pirate baseball. Yeah, it's just and, and really, obviously, coach has been here now. You know, we're going on almost a decade here, and and uh, just to have those guys that have been a part of it, experienced it, have been recruited. Right, you're far enough out now where you're hearing those those stories of those guys' experiences, and I think as a coach, that's you know extremely fulfilling, and to have them kind of filter that down to the next group of guys. Again, I think that says a, a lot about uh, you know what Coach Gowan's done here and the culture that we have here in place. Pretty soon, you'll be getting old. You'll be coaching their kids. Yeah. <laughs> Don't rush it, Bailey. <laughs> Don't rush it, indeed. All right, let's take our final commercial break. We'll come back. We'll preview the Carolina game. It's coming up on Wednesday. Back to close out this edition of the Brian Bailey Show after this. The icy treat that can't be beat is Sparky Snowballs. From big kids to little kids, Sparky Snowballs has been making smiles happen for over 20 years. If you're not in the mood to chill out with a snowball, Sparky's funnel cakes and fried Oreos are a perfect Sparky-licious treat every time. Are you having an event, party, or fundraiser? Call Sparky's to come on site. Remember to follow Sparky's on Facebook or visit sparkysnowballs.com to see where they'll be next. Did you know that it's illegal to dig without first calling 811? 811 is a free program that locates underground utilities, marking them with flags and paint lines so you know where not to dig. Accidentally digging into utility lines interrupts service and could seriously hurt you or someone else. If you know someone who's planning to dig, encourage them to call 811 at least three full working days before they dig. 811 is free, it's safe, and it's the law. This message is brought to you by Greenville Utilities and this station. Before you hit the road this travel season, be sure to get your tires inspected by the Tire Guys at Greenville Auto World. The Greenville Auto World service team sells all the top brands and economy tires if you need a new set. Need an oil change, state inspection, or AC repair? Greenville Auto World can work on any type of vehicle, and the monthly oil change special is only $29.99. Make an appointment now by calling 364-8730. For award-winning service, trust Greenville Auto World. It's bow time. Sometimes the craving for Bojangles Supremes is so strong, you've just got to have them. Even when your gas tank is on empty and Bojangles is still 10 miles down the highway. Nothing beats the flavor of Bojangles Juicy Golden Supremes, especially when they're part of a perfect combo with four boldly seasoned chicken Supremes, a made-from-scratch biscuit, fixin', and some legendary iced tea. The only thing that can satisfy your hunger is that delicious southern flavor. So when the craving is supreme, put the pedal to the metal. It's bow time. This is Dr. Josiah Duke from Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center. Our practice has been caring for the athletes at ECU and the residents of Eastern North Carolina for more than 35 years. Whether it's treatment for your sports injury or it's that time for a joint replacement, Orthopedics East provides the latest in operative and non-operative orthopedic care. We also offer on-site physical therapy and MRI services as well as walk-in urgent care on weekends from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Call us at 757-BONE or visit us online at orthoeast.com. 
Go Pirates! Great food, great atmosphere, and great service is Atavola Market Cafe. Atavola is simply a restaurant that focuses on that, being a great restaurant. There's something for everyone at Atavola. The menu offers a variety of great choices like pastas, pizzas, sandwiches, soups, salads, and seasonal rotating selections. Lunch or dinner, Atavola is always the right call. Call ahead and get Atavola to go. Or stop by the bar for a drink with friends. It's simple. Come and eat at Atavola Market Cafe, Red Banks Road next to Food Lion, and atavolamarket.com. Atavola, pirates supporting pirates. This is former ECU baseball player and mayor of Greenville, P.J. Connolly, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we close things out with Jeff Palumbo, associate head coach for East Carolina Pirate Baseball under head coach Cliff Godwin, Pirates, and North Carolina in the makeup game coming up at 5 o'clock on Wednesday. Why we got a 5 o'clock start for? What's the thought process there, you know? That's a great question. It's a great <laughs> question. I assume TV. That's oh. usually what it has to do with when we move those games up, so it's usually television well, oriented, but yeah but I, I actually don't know the uh, exact reason I was, I, I was just wondering that because it was it's a makeup game so yeah. it's it kind of like but tv could pick it up and they could still, i think that i think that's that's the reason still put it. it at five o'clock at clark leclerc stadium so you have to get off of work early on uh, wednesday afternoon and get your behinds to the ballpark to see the tar heels and the pirates as the pirates go for the sweep of north carolina when you look at that game do you guys have you guys talked about your pitching matchup yet as far as that goes we uh coach godwin coach godwin has but i sure if he's released that or told who, our, our player who's starting okay. just yet so okay. i won't won't be able to tell you just yet but uh, but we have we have talked about it and i think they're up in the air a little bit on theirs so um which is part of the reason we have not released ours um just because they play so they play tuesday against campbell and these are two very different teams than you know early in the season north carolina and east carolina yeah it's kind of unique in that way you know i mean obviously it's kind of like a midweek matchup but we did we, we played them twice and we'll get them get them back here again so yeah it's uh yeah look i think i think at the end of the day they're they're a really good team they're playing well they, they're coming off uh, two, two good wins in, in a doubleheader against virginia tech which is a, a, another quality team so they're they're uh they're, they're playing good baseball and, and like i said they they play tuesday uh with campbell there at their place and then i'll have to come over here so we'll uh we'll see carolina and east carolina five o'clock start clark leclerc stadium and then the pirates hit the road to take on cincinnati every american team has one team that they play two different series a home and home with uh, that particular team so for east carolina it's the bearcats of Cincinnati. Cincinnati is eight and seven, so they have a winning mark right now in the American uh, twenty and twenty-four overall. And when you look at the uh, scores from Greenville, East Carolina won game one nine four, and then two seven inning uh, mercy rules ten zip and thirteen three. But I think most of us came away from that thinking that Cincinnati had a pretty good ball club, and, it, and it's showing right now. They do. They, I know their coaching staff uh, that they really like their team, you know, and hearing them kind of talk about it, and, and uh, you know, Coach was talking talking with Coach Godwin and just talking about how he really enjoys this team and they're starting to play better they're playing better baseball than they were than they here at our, here at our place they've won four in a row coming off a sweep um against south florida so they're they're at their park they're they're at home so i won't put a lot of stock into the weekend over here other than just kind of learning some of the things that they did on the field in terms of you know their their uh how, how they play and their style but really other than that which we're pretty used to because i feel like we play them all the time <laughs> so, but uh but it'll be you know i think they'll be ready to go and, and probably be be a little bit hungry after the weekend here in greenville when you look at your week this week so you're coming off the marathon day on saturday what was sunday like monday tuesday and then take us into wednesday and then i guess thursday will be your travel day to get to cincinnati yeah su- sunday was uh su- sunday was just a really really light day some of the guys lifted just to get their bodies back and some of those pitchers that just kind of need to stay on their you know their normal uh, norm- normal schedules but uh, probably about as light of a day as we've had in this program in, in, in a good bit just allow those guys to recover and get into the training room and get what they needed so today will also be pretty light again we're, we're an exam schedule here so giving the guys an opportunity to uh, to make sure that they finish up strong here academically and we'll get back to it with a uh, traditional practice tomorrow and uh and obviously tee it up on uh, on wednesday at five and thursday well, let's hope that your travel day on thursday is a little better than that travel day from last week yeah let's let's hope they all are moving forward <laughs> 
so that uh, that, that is uh, not one you want to experience again. But uh, but it is what it is, and you make the most of it. That was a, a trip. You guys uh, flew to Dallas, uh, missed your flight from Dallas to Wichita. I had a bus five hours, and I asked Coach. Well, Godwin, we didn't. We didn't. Well, I guess technically we missed our flight. Well, but uh, but but it was still there when we it landed. It was there. That's oh, what yeah, some yeah, of the players yeah, said. Yeah. They saw the plane leave. Oh, we saw. We actually, <laughs> uh, Carly, our academic, of course, she ran off, and we had a Blake. Blake's on top of everything, so he had it all scheduled out. He had a bus coming just in case. Um, I mean, he was really had that thing nailed down. But she got to the gate. They just wouldn't wouldn't uh, reopen the doors for us. And Blake and I were in the very back of the plane, just kind of watching the plane three gates down. And she, while Carly called Blake to let let uh, him know they would not reopen the doors, I think simultaneously the plane was backing out. So we just kind of uh, both dropped our heads. Uh, and <laughs> so, well, bad, bad feeling. I yeah. asked Coach Guy when I, I said, "Was it a case of planes, trains, and automobiles?" The movie uh, with John Candy. He'd never heard of it. Have you heard of it? Uh, yes, yes. I see, have, I have. Was I it have. like that? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we got on the trains, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But we did. Uh, I, I, I will say there was a there were there was more civilization between Dallas and Wichita than I expected. To be quite honest well, with good. you, so I don't think I would have have, have taken that drive uh, otherwise. So, uh, you know, man, it was. I'll, I'll just like to do it one time. That's <laughs> right. It's <laughs> over with. And let's hope that That's going true. forward, those trips are much smoother. East Carolina and North Carolina coming up 5 o'clock on Wednesday at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And the Pirates are on the road this weekend. Coach, the hour flew by, man. We certainly appreciate your time. I know you're busy this time of year, but we love having you on, talking Pirate baseball. We'll be in Clearwater before you know it. I know it. It's coming uh, coming quick. That's the thing about baseball season. It seems like a lot of games, but it, it happens It happens quick. But uh, always, always appreciate you having me on. All right. Appreciate you. Jeff Palumbo joining us here on the Brian Bailey Show. We will replay our show coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. You can see that at the beginning of that show is our little interview with Holton Naylor's, his reaction to signing with the Seattle Seahawks, and then a lot of Pirate Baseball with Jeff Palumbo. We'll see you next week on the Brian Bailey Show. This has been the Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, Taff Taff and Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio 93.7.